All right, thank you, Mr. Carl Weathers, for the intro. Man, thank you, Arrested Development, for teaching me that Carl Weathers is actually the MacGyver of culinary arts. I mean, this man's got an, uh, just, like, everything food-related. I didn't watch this show. I don't know what yeah, you're about. I know, but... On the same coin, I always have to tell you I didn't watch the shows you you like, so we're right there, neck and neck. Sure. Um, yeah, I heard he, Carl Weathers was in a movie called Rocky. I never seen that either. I've heard of Rocky. I always knew him as Action Jackson. Yeah, Action Jackson. I mean, we knew him from Predator, though. Yes, because who doesn't know Predator? Right, and uh, I just want to say I'm. As much as I loved going through the 70s for the past few weeks, I'm glad we're finally in the 80s again, where we belong. Yeah. Um, and I want to just tell everyone that thought black exploitation and black action heroes stopped in the 70s, we're proving you wrong with this episode tonight because <laughs> we're in the 80s. And 88, I believe. 88. Yeah. And we're going into the 90s the next episode, but we'll tell you about that in the end. But yeah, I'm excited. This was this. Not only are we back in our 80s groove, this is the most 80s fucking movie ever made. It is so 80s. It's got a lot of 90s tropes in it, too. Like, maybe it did start in 80s, but... It was probably so influential, it influenced the 90s movies. It, it might have been. I, I just... I, like, when I think back on 90s movies, I hear these... Whenever, like, a serious moment starts happening, like, you spark coffee on the chief, and then there's, like, this weird backtrack of, like... Wah. It's not quite a, you know, step on a, like, duck noise or whatever the fuck. And yeah. It's kind of, like, more subtle. And I remember more that sophisticated? Being a lot more, yeah, more sophisticated. Let's go with that. Yeah, they, they worked it out. They the, the 80s was the testing ground, and they, I guess they perfected it in the 90s. Yeah. And so... I mean, you you took some uh, some problems, offense. I don't know what to call it. I wasn't. But you, a, were, you were you well, were a little disturbed by the track. There's there's two things I'm offended by at the beginning. One, people. This movie's set in Detroit. Obviously, we're more than just fucking the assembly lines. I love how that's always like. Do you notice any time? Because every Thanksgiving they show the shitty lions yeah. on TV. Yes. So they're and it's always in Detroit. Yes. So they always oh, they go all right. Hit the fucking um, GM plant. Yeah, they always show like assembly right. line. There's like stock footage of somebody on an assembly line, and yeah. then they show like Hitsville, USA, where Motown. Like that, that's all we are. We're more than that. I can't. I don't know what we are more than, but we're more than just cars. Um, I think at one point we had the most microbreweries. They could have done like see, like that, that. could have been done. Um, yeah, I can't think of many. Lakes. Hello, yeah, see? lakes. Look at this. You come up with millions of. But not only that, yeah, I, I, I wasn't offended by the. I just found the the opening song sung by the Pointer Sisters. 
It, the song's called He Turned Me Out, all right? It's, that's what a, like a pimp turns a woman out and puts her <laughs> on the street corner. Like is that, is that supposed to be Action Jackson turned her out, or he fucked her so good that she feels like a prostitute now? Like I don't, I don't get that. What that's going for? Yeah, that's a weird title track, and it did take me back a step or two. And you mentioned that. I got to one add one other thing that Detroit could be recognized for, not Detroit, but Michigan can be recognized for, and it's the most overpaid coach in uh, what's his name. Who's that turd who coaches Michigan football? Oh, uh, Harbaugh? Oh, yeah, Harbaugh. <laughs> Sucks. Okay. Got to dig in there. Uh, we, just, we just lost our one Ann Arbor listener. Uh, <laughs> but that's okay. Cause we made up for one in East Lansing. <laughs> um, some inside talk for you people. Um, So, yeah, uh, this movie, it starts out. Uh, wait, what? Did Are you seriously going straight into the movie? I was just about to. I was so excited, but you're right. We have... We're, we've... Cr- we have a system now, Griff. I'm sorry I fucked it all up. We have a system. Do you want to go do it? I usually go to it. You but really do, you... do, but you know what? Here's the thing. Yeah? We got ourselves an hour and 35 minutes, and we need to sum it up in about two and a half minutes. So you know what? We're going to cut to that trailer, that sweet action Jericho Action Jackson trailer. Why do they call you action anyway? Catch a cab. Now I got you. He's a cop who carries no weapon. This Jackson is so vicious, we don't even let him have a gun. Yeah! He's a maverick who answers to no one. You not to let boy's arm off. He had a spear. <laughs> He's a man who's no talk. I bet I can make you change your mind. And all action. How do you like your ribs? The indefatigable action jacks. <laughs> the one big fella. Some action. You haven't learned your lesson. Teach me. You sure could teach Mr. T a thing or two. So allow me to lay my healing hands upon you. Action, a lot of you know. I want to like shorten up these trailers because there's always like at least forty five seconds where it's just silent. Well, there's Gun no more dialogue. Like it's just screeching. It's and... just, yeah. It's just like cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. But um, th- this is an interesting movie because it is fucking ridiculed across the across the board. Well, it was produced by Joel Silver, who was like the Menachem Golan with bigger budget of the 80s. You know, okay. He did Commando. He did Lethal Weapon. Ooh. Ooh. He did Predator. Ooh. Which probably explains why so many of those actors in those movies appear, like minor roles in this yeah. movie. 
It sounds like you just hit four complete winners. You did Die Hard too. So, oh, so that's five winners he did. Yeah, he was prolific in the eighties. And people might not recognize Action Jackson, but they need to start. I think maybe the reason this didn't get as much recognition is because the punch-up on it was pretty fucking terrible. Like, this is Chuck-level one-liners in this movie. Ugh, and they were, like, hammering you with them. It was like, at least they have them be funny if you're going to... Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff, but then there's also a lot of... Well, what was the one that really bothered me? Like, they light a guy on fire and tell him to cool off. I think Schwarzenegger could have sold that line, but, yeah, it was, that's rough. Yeah. Huh? Didn't he, he used, I think he used that line in Batman, cool off. <laughs> Maybe that one role. What was he like? Uh, was he Scarecrow in that? Yeah, I um, think. <laughs> so, obviously, like, this movie bombed in the box office. We don't. What? Well, no, it didn't. No, it did. It was a hit. Yeah, it was. A, it was pretty relevant. It was right up there with the. I mean, you, there was no movies. way you can make a movie like this and have it flop. I mean, these movies were just like, like, well, well, Golden Globus did a good job of making flops, but yeah, but no, Joel Silver had that magic touch. He had that silver touch. He, ooh, I like that. Yeah. But it was like a nine million, but nine mil budget. It made like eighteen million in the uh, box office. Doubled it up. And then, despite all the Golden Razzies, this movie has sold $45 million in VHS sales. And that's VHS. 10 in Laserdisc, because that's what I watched it on. $10 million in Laserdisc. Well, I spent $10 on it. Oh, on a Laserdisc. Yeah. Okay, so they're up to well, 20 really on Laserdisc. I didn't really spend it. I just found it in our vault. Yeah. Our prolific. Wine um, vault. Yeah. Dedicated to Laserdisc. Well, it's not a wine vault. It's a Laserdisc vault. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I Climate mean, we controlled. describe it as a wine because people... Never mind. But, um, obviously, this movie hits close to home. It's yeah. Based, it's supposed to be based in Detroit. And, you know, right off the bat, they try to hammer it home. home. Yeah, you get all these... You get... You get, I don't know, what is People mover. People mover, yeah. Which is like our above ground because we didn't do anything underground. So now it's we're It's like never a poor man's that. version of the L in Chicago. Exactly. Uh, it is, I remember going on there. I've never been on it. Dude, oh, it's frightening. Well, I remember going on there as a kid. And that was frightening. What, go like a baseball game or something like that? I don't no, know. Where did it even go? Where did it go? It went to Joe it, Lewis. Didn't it basically it? connects you from like the part where. Our baseball, football, and basketball team all play like in a one block radius at this point. So it was actually, and hockey team now, but uh, it was actually when the Red Wings played over at Joe Lewis, it would take you over that way. Okay. So they played out on like the riverfront. So the people mover, you would park over by like the other places, the casinos and the downtown were like. The whole expansion is happening right now. You take the people mover from like the casino over to the uh, Joe Lewis area, uh, area. and yeah. so that's what I was doing. And that thing, it's like the speaker boxes were all blown out on it. Yeah, so I always it was, remember people calling it the mugger mover. Is oh what they man, called it. yeah, it was it was a bit it was a bit scary. Like nothing ever bad happened to me. I just remember it because of like the the doors are now closing. Keep your hands and feet in. I was like 10 hearing it, and I was just like, what is happening? We're going to die. Sound like somebody talking through a voice box. Yeah. 
it, it was a voice box, so maybe that's all that was happening. But uh, yeah, it, it's a, it was a bit frightening at that point, but that might have been 97. This is 88, so this thing is pristine. No, it was shitty back then. <laughs> okay, sure. but we're looking out the well, window. Well, wait, no, you're, 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 you know, we, we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. We the, get a setup a cold, scene. There's cold a cold open, right? So we get... Uh, we get our first, we're going to point out all these classic 80s, like, low-budget stars as they go along. There's so many. So we get two for here. We get the woman who played the um, psychiatrist, Martin Riggs, in Lethal Weapon, and we also get this other guy who was, a, he was, like, going to work with the bad guys in Lethal Weapon as well. He was in a lot of shit. He's a really recognizable guy because he's got really like light blue eyes, he's like an Italian dude. But he's got really light blue eyes, so he like, really stands out. But so yeah, they're they're like they work for the AWA, which is basically the UAW. It's yeah. a, the Auto Worker Union. And you very poignantly pointed out, poignantly pointed out <laughs> that <laughs> I did quelled. Um, you you pointed out last week we had an AWA that was a wrestling federation. Well, we didn't because that episode's actually oh, going to take place shit. two weeks from now. I'm breaking the mess. You're, well, well, yeah, we'll we'll tell people what's going on with that for the yeah. next episode. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. Man, I'm so confused. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's confusing. That's what happens. So they're the doing episode. some late night things. This guy, he's like thinking he's gonna get some action. She's serious. She's about her work. And it's the 80s, guys. Poor me, too. You could do that. You could sexually harass your, your workers. Yes. It was okay. So they're just they're crunching the numbers. She's probably like an accountant, and he's like some sleazy exec. She was like a, a secretary or something, and he was like they were responding to an interview question. And he's like, hey, let's relax. Let's put on. I got this giant TV because it's, back, it's amazing how, like, we forget how just gigantic TVs were. Like, you had, if I needed to, like, move my TV, I'd have to call you over for, like, help. Yeah. And it was like quarter of the size of the TV I have now, which yeah. I can pick up with one hand. I will now. never forget that as a person who used to install TVs. And I'd show up. He'd be like, all right, just move it. <laughs> and I'm all of 130 pounds and under six feet. And it's just like, this isn't happening. Look at me. Yeah, so they got a giant, not giant screen, just a giant TV. Yeah, just, he it's puts, got to be 200 pounds. He puts, on, puts the fights on. Mike Tyson's probably fighting. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm not into that. Yeah, she was just like, violence, really? And he's like, what? Violence isn't so bad? And I'm pretty sure it was like, as soon as he finishes his sentence. Fucking Ninja Squad breaks in. Ninja Squad. Multi-diverse Ninja Squad, I might want to point out. Ninja. Ooh, I was burping while I said <laughs> Ninja. Most of burp. So, yeah, so they repel in like a badass wood. They break through the, because like, they're in the skyscraper. They're in the Renaissance Center, I think. And yeah, it was I just like it was the only big fucking like noticeable. We have a shitty skyline in Detroit. Yeah. And so they break in there and I think they just immediately shoot the woman. She falls. There's like there's like a giant plane, plate, plate glass just in. It's not a window. It's just a Dude, plate, plate glass. They don't even shoot her. I'm pretty sure they punch her in the face. She goes through <laughs> the plate glass interior window. So yeah. she goes through this window, collapses in the office, dead. And okay. so he's, like, freaking out because it's like the ninja has already disappeared. Crashed in, punched her, disappeared. Well, he did. He, is this where he pulls out the butterfly knife? Doesn't he, like, intimidates? I mean, because we got to have a butterfly knife. It's I the think, 80s. I think we're hearing that, and we're doing, like, cuts of him with his gun, and he's taking random pot shots everywhere. Okay. And you just hear that. 
and we're getting close-ups of a guy flipping a butterfly knife around. It's, yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, it is. You feel all the tension. Just right. And the guy, he's like, he thinks he got away, and then like fucking Jason Friday Thirteenth, another guy just pops up in front of him, mm-hmm. and he's got. We didn't look up on our wiki. We usually check out our wiki gun link. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Every week, I forget what it's called. This was probably the fucking one of the best weapons we've seen yet in our movies. It's a fireball firing gun. I don't care yeah. if it's people think it's a grenade launcher. No, it shoots fireballs. Based on any video game uh, playing knowledge, you'd be like, that's a grenade launcher. But yeah, <laughs> instantaneous fire. And so it's actually a really cool fucking scene. Cause the guy gets shot with a fireball. Flies out the window. You see this flaming body just flying down. Real fucking stunts. They CGI bullshit. And then he just crashes down like in the middle of some like park. I don't know what the fuck it was. Yeah, but people were there. Innocent people eating ice cream and shit. And whatever. then we cut to our, my favorite song in this movie. He turned me out from the Pointer Sisters. Out. And while that's going on, we're getting a bunch of scenes of like well, this is probably the only footage of the real Detroit. Yeah. This movie's probably filmed in L.A. Grand Circus. You see again the the I think they call it the Crisis Center. Oh man, and he's, bad job of Detroit. You, you just see a lot of well, most of the shit's probably not even there anymore. Yeah, the and and then and we see. On the people mover, which we talked to earlier, there's this nervous kid. He's, you can tell he's a good kid, but he's he's desperate. Yeah. And we see, we can tell this woman's never been to Detroit because a woman's counting her money on the fucking she's people. She's never mover. been in anywhere in public. <laughs> yeah. And she's got hundreds. She's just counting 80, them. 800. So she's basically carrying <laughs> three grand in straight cash on her. And this kid's licking his chops. What, he's what just you, like. She's, she's up to no good. She's going by drugs, right? <laughs> I mean, maybe. And considering last, they must be good because she had a shitload of money. Last week was the, what was it? Seventies? Yeah, last week was Disco Godfather. I, she might be buying some PCP. I I was gonna say I don't. I, you see, I was gonna say we've evolved since then. We were PCP back then. Now it's, now we're in the heroin. Yeah, we're chasing the dragon, man. Chasing that dragon. And she's got eight hundred dollars that says the dragon's gonna be in my veins tonight. <laughs> I love how we're like talking about this woman who has nothing to do with the plot at all. Oh, because, she's not in the movie. Because at all? the kid gets shut down immediately. A cop pops up and goes, "What are you doing, young man?" He, and then, yeah, like like uh, the old cartoon joke where it's like the good angel and the bad angel. The cop pops over and it's just like breeze heavily on his shoulder. This fucking cat, man. <laughs> Every week while we're recording, my cat falls behind my cupboards and claws his way back up, and it's so... I'm going to turn you out, cat. <laughs> turn him out? Wait. I thought you said that was sexual. That's weird. Don't fuck well, my cat. She is a... I'm not even going to say it's a cheap line. But yeah, so... Yeah, he's... <laughs> so next thing we see him, he's on the streets, and he's still looking to rob somebody. What happened to our boat guy? Is that later on? Yes, it's way okay. later on. <laughs> so... He's looking to rob somebody. While that's going on, we got our two comic relief cops. We got Biff from Back to the Future. It was Biff. Yes, okay. it was Biff. And just I th- I've seen him in other shit, but I don't know. I can't say right now. But like his black partner. And Biff's like the totally nerdy white guy. He's like telling these bad jokes. Oh, yeah. He's like, I can't get a woman back to my place. And, he, and the, the black officer is just like, that's because your apartment is like all wax palace and he's miming jerking off it's like you gotta <laughs> take a towel to it and while they're doing that they're, these guys they've seen a lot because they're yeah. just they're too stupid to be detectives so they've been fucking beat cops forever and they see the kid and he's like checking out this it's a it's a fucking dude dresses a woman okay well, it was not a woman because it's it this big burly dude dresses a woman i think he was supposed to be a woman in the movie yeah 
But he's, he's and, and they he, fooled me. And he's got the support hose on. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And he got like a blonde wig. It's a black dude. So the cops know that this guy's okay. about to try to steal. Yeah. They're like he should just have thief written right across his chest. Right. And this guy doesn't even notice that they're ri- driving right along the street with him. Yeah. And then he tries to get the purse, and then the the dude in drag beats the shit out of um like on Esther from uh from Sanford and Son. And then they go, ah, ha, 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 and then they get out and they put they, him in the they back. They book the, him just to add yeah. insult to injury. Well, he was attempting robbery. It, I mean. It's true. He was. So we're going to go ahead and have this nice, long 45-minute car ride back to the police station because there's nothing more boring than a normal car chase. Actually, no, I like this scene. <laughs> they're basically driving this guy it's, back to it's the— It's like a scare straight type thing. Yeah, they're driving him back to the station, and he's like— what are you guys going to do? You, I just got my ass beat by a woman in drag, man in drag. I don't know what to say. I, what's the appropriate word? Is, what do I say here? Transvestite. And, transvestite. And so they're like, oh, no, no, don't worry about it. You're just going to talk to Jackson. I mean, action Jackson. Who, like, who's that? Well, you know, I mean, we keep him in a cage. And we, he's like he's, sweating and flat yeah. sweat. He's already a little nervous, but he's, he's like, a, a cage? What are you talking about? And he's like, well, he's just a little... He gets out of control. Like, we can't give him a gun or handcuffs because of the time he handcuffed and beat somebody. And he's known to shoot people in the leg, so we had to take his gun away. But he'll be cool to you, right? They're just freaking... Yeah, they're, they're they scared straight. They, they know this kid's probably good at heart, but he's got to be taught a lesson. we got to yeah. scare him straight. So they're building up fucking Action Jackson as this monster who just, Horrible monster. Who just murders people for looking at him. And then they, br- they bring him into the, the police station, the classic police station movie scene. Got somebody booking some prostitutes like it's, you always it's do. It's full. There's 45 staffed officers. <laughs> they're all booking someone simultaneously. It's a raucous. And 14 prostitutes in there. It, does Biff the one who approaches the prostitute? Biff approaches... a. No, I think it was uh, his partner, and he's like, hey, my partner here has been having a little trouble, and uh, maybe you could give him a hand job. And so she's like, well, why don't you bring him over here? He comes over, stands over her. She's like, yeah, I think I could give him a foot job. Kicks him in the dick. <laughs> this is the kind of uh, punchlines we're working well, with. These are one-liners. 80s punchlines, yeah. <laughs> And while they, so while they're distracted, the guy is so terrified of Action Jackson, he just starts he just runs. But yeah, he he's in the middle of this giant police station, so he's like uh, he's like a when a bird gets in your house and it just starts freaking the fuck out. I actually and had that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was annoying. <laughs> was and, it a sparrow? Uh, no, it, I don't know what it was. It was a dark. It wasn't a crow, but it was a black. Oh, ominous. Yes, it was an omen. Um, so yeah, uh, so he's running and then he slams right into Action Jackson's desk. Who would have figured? And of course, it's like we have this amazing reveal because he knocks like the coffee over. And so coffee all over his paperwork, his nice little bird dipping into the ink thing. All of that's knocked over, broken. And he notices the nameplate and he picks it up for the camera to see. Oh, yeah. Jackson. What was he, Sergeant? Yeah, Sergeant, Sergeant Jackson. Jackson. And you just see his face just going white. And then they, we just see a close-up of a mustache first, and then it pulls out. <laughs> That's a good reveal. 
And it's fucking Action Jackson. And, there is a lot of good stuff in this movie. And he's just furious. And then he drops this fucking brutal line. Brutal. Mellow out. He does it. You even went too far. <laughs> Mellow out. Well, he was. He said it like a hippie. He's leading by example. And the guy faints. He goes, ah. So, while that's going on. We 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 uh, introduced. I don't remember his name, but he was an, he was the incompetent cop who's on the case that we were talked about earlier, the murders earlier, and he's talking with our our, our captain, Captain Armbruster. Oh yeah, this is the guy I was thinking yes. that like deserved the the award for the later award. Okay, he might get it. He might. I don't know what his name was. Can we call I, him Turd? Turd, you can call him Turd. Okay. Yeah. And so Turd's talking to Captain Armbruster. Get it? Because he's like Armbuster. Yeah, you dro- it, guys, if you're dumb like me, you drop the R and it's Armbuster. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, they spelled out Armbruster. He's played by the great Bill Duke, who, of course, we remember from Predator. He Ooh, was yeah. the uh, he was the buddy of uh, Jesse the Body. So good. And he's great in this one. I loved his. He, I, he remind, have you ever watched Brooklyn Nine Nine? No. He reminds me totally of Andre Brower's character, Captain Holt, because he's totally like monotone and yeah. no. He's the opposite of the usual police detective or police captain that he's chill constantly. He's not screaming at all. There, there is like he does get emotional, but it's very controlled and makes you fear. Like most of the cops, the cops that all randomly like post about, yeah, they're completely irrational, like about to fly off the rail. Like at any moment, you know, you think you'd find them in a, in a closet, like having a hooker do coke off their dick or something. But he is very in control. He's like taking my wife out for a lovely dinner tonight. You know, yes. he's very. He knows. He knows. And so he's talking to Turd, and Turd, he 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 just collects a paycheck. He doesn't care anymore. So he's just like, you know, like. Uh, I think it was just a lover's quarrel gone wrong, you know. I think he was giving her a little protein pickup, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, and, like, you can see, <laughs> our, thankfully, Captain Armbruster is, represents us because he's, like, totally disgusted by it. And he's just like, uh, get me Jackson. So we get a moment where they're passing by. Jackson, of course, was listening in. He had the cup to the door and everything. And uh, he's just like, protein pickup. And he's like, what the fuck are you going to say? <laughs> He's like, turd, take a walk. So Yes, that was his best line. Turd, take a there, walk. There are so few good lines <laughs> in this movie. Like, I'm, make like a tree and get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> call, call back to Biff. Call back to and Biff. And so, yeah, so he, he comes in, and our man, Arm Bruster, is like, look. You know, I'm sorry. We don't have any background on Action Jackson. Right. Just what Biff and uh, Cop Buddy told us. Well, the, and that, that was, was bullshit. And obviously that was bullshit. So we need to hear some real Real, real facts. He, so many of them, right? He just rattles off these accomplishments. Like, look, not only are you a great detective, you were the greatest runner <laughs> in your high school track team. You were a high school track You're star. You're shot putting. You broke the record, the city record in shot put, javelin. Mwah. You, <laughs> you went to Harvard Law <laughs> School. You, just, you, you graduated with a master's, double master's, in fact. <laughs> You're Dr. Action Jackson. Dr. Action Jackson. But you're so humble. You're like, I got to get back to the streets I grew up on. You became a cop. But you fucked up, man. Our, our fuck it. The, the guy who owns Detroit, Peter Delaplane, had, has a son that was into some shit we don't remember because we don't pay attention too much. <laughs> yeah, they I think it was some kind of sex crime. I think it and was. And he was like... You, you fucked with the wrong guy, Jackson, and you 
you won't. You practically ripped the guy's arm off. And of course, uh, because it's a cutesy one-liner, who turns with, "He's got a spare." He's got a spare. He's you just a spare. said a good one-liner with turd. Get walking. <laughs> wow. Got a spare, yeah. and he delivered it in a very uh, Chuck Norrisy kind of way. Too. Yeah, very kind of like wilty and eh, just That's weak. Yeah. And 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 then uh, Arm Bruster, he's like, "You just don't play by the rules." That's why you used to be a lieutenant. You were on your way. You were going to take my job. Yeah, and now you're just low. You've been on death duty for two years, Jackson. Get your shit together. Yeah, you lost it all. You lost what? You, you lost this. You lost that. And you suck so fucking bad. You're going to do security duty at the Businessman of the Year Awards show tonight. Oh. Who's winning it? You know who. Della Plain. <sighs> so, now uh, I believe we this is... To, we go right to the Businessman yeah. of the Year Award. We're fucking Della Plain's getting the... For the 10th year in a row, he's getting it. T- was it 10 years in a row? I don't know. I, don't know. I thought it was 8. Well, it could have been. I don't. I didn't. Write, I didn't write my notes. I didn't yeah. think it was that important. But apparently, <laughs> it was. So, so yeah. So they're they're like you know they got Carl Weathers walking around. Action Jackson walking around. He's he's gagging it up with all the the folk there. Everybody he's, loves him because he, he, he lights yeah. up a room. Yeah, he really does. Like he's he's talking shit about Delaplane. He's like Steve James level. That's how long ago fucking great he is. He is. By the way, everybody, Steve James' birthday was uh what was that? Yesterday. Tuesday? It was yesterday, yeah. Tuesday. What, what was that, the nineteenth or twentieth? Nineteenth, I believe. Nineteenth of February, everybody. Yeah, Steve yeah. James' birthday. So remember that and every year take your shirt off. Take your shirt off. And do whatever it is you do. Yeah. So yeah, he's just he's just telling jokes. Everyone's like, ah, <laughs> Jackson, we love you. And like Delaplane, he's giving a speech and he's kind of feeling left out. He's yeah. like, I'm the businessman of the year, but he he barrels through it, gets his speech done. So while that's going on, we're introduced to a, a pre-fame, pre-basic instinct, Sharon Stone, looking pretty damn good, I might say. And she, she's walking in and she she's she's looking at Jackson. She's like, I like what I see. Yeah. But she, but she plays it cool, and he plays it cool because they're cool. <laughs> and she's like, "That was he, a line straight out of the movie." <laughs> yeah, and it was told with that much passion. And he's you can tell he's just like, "Ugh, this fucking speech." She's like, "What? You don't you don't like the speech?" That's right because they she uh, overheard him like grumbling about it. Yeah, and he's like, "This guy fuck. He's guy's an asshole." He's like, "Well, I think he's a pretty cool guy." And then, and right when that happens, Della Plain goes, and I'd like to save a thank you to my wife Patrice right there. Um, oh snap! And so there's a nice moment. It reminds me of Samurai Co- uh, Frank Washington and his O <laughs> face that they always cut to, right? Where Carl Weathers is like, oh shit. So then we cut to later on. This is at the pretty much like the end of the evening. Yeah. Fucking uh, uh, Jackson's talking to some old Warren Buffett looking motherfucker. He's like, actually, the fiduciary of this and that. And he's like, teach schooling this yeah. old man on Harvard Law School, though. Right. I mean, and the guy's character. like, you know your shit. And then while, while they're doing the, uh, uh, accidentally bump into our Mandela plane. And Delaplane, they got history because he put Delaplane's son in prison for. Uh, something you didn't yeah. deserve. And he so, just molested a kid. Come on. Patrice is just like, oh, I just, I just met him. Um, I didn't ever get your name. She's like feeling his muscles oh, while she's doing she that. Was groping the fuck 
fuck out of those packs, man. Yeah, she was, man. That's uh, this is pre me too. Okay, yeah, this so is it was cool. You could do that. It sounds like pre me, like pre me, baby, <laughs> pre me too. Yeah. Um. So she's groping him, and of course. Husband turns around, fucking teleplane, coach. I'm just going to call him coach yeah. because it's fucking Craig T. Nelson, <laughs> right. who I didn't know. Like, in my childhood, my mom would watch coach, my mom and dad. And so I have this vision of him and, like, some of the side characters, the guy who talks slow Jerry in the show. Jerry Van Dyke, and I was on it. I don't know. I don't know. Dick Van Dyke's brother. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, so now that I'm seeing him, it's like the only thing I remember him I never from watched it, coach. So. I do remember you. I think I know you the guy you're talking about. He's like a tall guy with like balding blonde hair, like yes. Hulk Hogan. He had yeah. the Hogan hair, where yeah. it was like silky blonde mess. Yeah, I never watched it. Oh, but yeah, you know, I always he'll always be the dad from Poltergeist to me because it was on fucking HBO five million times a day. I've seen it five million times. So anyway, Coach turns around and it's just like Jackson. Hey, Sergeant, how you doing? Yeah. Oh, you had a. You had a nickname. What was it? Lackluster? Um, no, Lukewarm? I think it rhymed. Uh, f- f- fuck Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> action. It was Action Jackson. Oh, that's right. That's what a rhyme is. These guys have a history. And then he's like, Patrice, our limo awaits. And they walk out. And then Jack, so now... We cut to we we alluded to earlier. We've already lost one AWA boss, union boss. union boss, the Auto Workers Association in this movie. Yes, and so we're on a boat, and we were just talking about great jokes, Griff. There are these two Ooh. these two oh. guards. I guess apparently I don't know if all union heads need bodyguards. Maybe they heard that the a union had gotten killed, so they need bodyguards. He has bodyguards. He's on a yacht on the Detroit River, lovely De- Detroit, Detroit River. River. And right across, you can see, you can see fucking Windsor, Windsor, all the great strip clubs that Windsor's known for. <laughs> and they're all nude, guys. And so he's, we get this great uh, jokes from these bodyguards. They're uh, guys, guys with no arms and legs jokes. Yeah. So he's like, hey, what do you call a guy with no arms and legs who's in the water? Oof. Bo- Art piece. Bob. Bob. Get it? Oh, because it's bobbing. Yeah, that's the level of humor. Yeah. So at this point, you you can't wait for the Ninja Squad to show up. There is a guy in the in the movie who I guess it's kind of like breaking the formula, but he's speaking for the audience, and he goes, "Guys, shut the fuck <laughs> up." That that guy was good. He was on yeah. point. So while they're just not paying attention, our, our union guy inside is on the phone. He's on his the giant cell phone. It, it's eighty eight. So listening to opera because. <laughs> For some reason, and because all rich people is an opera, I guess I don't know. And no, so he's he, a union man. He's a man of the people, man. Fuck, oh, is opera like a people's music? No, I think he was waiting for his porn to start up. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that was rough because back then you had to do it on VHS. Yeah. And but he has it. That's how rich he is. He's got a VHS on his yacht, almost like Yacht Rock Sean. Yeah. I actually got Yacht Rock Sean flashbacks. Yeah. When I was watching this. I bet you did. And our least popular guest. And. <laughs> And um, so, way well, to throw him under the bus. Well, he's distract, distracted. We'll under talk. We're going to talk about him at the end of the show. Under we got some. And so, while that's going on, our our ninja squad we saw earlier in the film shows up, and they're like frogmen. They got like the little raft, and they sneak up. Then, so the guys are telling their jokes, and all you hear in the background, chip, 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 
It's the fucking butterfly knife, and it gets thrown right at a guy. Hits him right in the heart, kills him instantly. Instantly. And they just they just pick the guys apart. These guys are pros. That's how I want to die. Where I don't even have a moment to like breathe. I just like. Well, you know, if you know in movies, if you ever get stabbed, you just immediately die, and you can't make a noise. Yeah, unless you're a hero that has banged somebody and fallen in love recently. Yes, because that's typically how it goes. But you just stab somebody. You can stab them anywhere. It's <sighs> that's it. It's Can't a muffle. Scream. Like yeah, because yeah. your ninety percent, your torso is ninety percent lung, so you can't breathe if you get stabbed in the lung. <laughs> I want to know the anatomy of uh, the body part. You know, the action just action everything. character anatomy, and it's just like one giant lung. Because <laughs> so, yeah, the- so like they just take out all, and then they, and then they I, do they kill the guy or they just blow the pl- the boat up with them alive. I don't remember. They do... Well, you, you're onto it, but they strap a bomb to oh, him. Oh, yeah. I can't believe I forgot that. Right. They handcuff a bomb to him. In, in like, a Kinjitashi case. Yes. Very stylish. With the they, red readout. Yes, of course. I right. mean, any other color? <laughs> no. Uh, but they, like, punch him in the face, so he's, like, out for, like, 20 seconds. Enough time for them to get on their little little raft boat again. And it's these five people. I'm talking about the ninja squad here right. for a second. And I fucking love this squad. I want a prequel about them, a sequel about them. I want to know more about these guys because yeah. they they're, don't They're get more it. than just a mullet and a butterfly knife. They have stories. Let, do you want to go over that now or do you want to go over that later? We can go over it now. Okay. They have the mullet. Blonde guy, just like you, screaming eagle. Yeah, full screaming eagle. It's amazing. They have butterfly guy. Obviously, the guy who's indistinguishable, but for his butterfly knife. They have Fraction Jackson. Fraction Jackson, the guy who looks like Action Jackson, just because he's black. It just. <laughs> we'll we'll go into that at the end later oh, in the movie. Boy. That's a big old boy at this movie. Yeah. But they did it for a very good reason. Yeah. And I don't remember what were the other ones. What were their distinguishing characteristics? The other, the only other person I remember out of the five is fucking Al Al Leong Al Leong, and yeah, oh, he's been in everything. Yeah, he's the Asian guy with the gigantic mustache and the mullet, the, he, the skullet, because he's like dude, balding mullet. You all, a, you've seen this guy, trust me. I know. Like I, I'm pretty sure I've seen him in the backing band for Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. I'm pretty sure he's a bad seed. What's he play? Percussion. He plays some kind of percussion. Okay. I don't know which one, but I think you, it's that, I would say it's that rattlesnake sound. Do thing. you know what I'm talking about with Nick Cave? I don't know. I know Nick Cave, but I don't know because the... he's got he had like a main, his lead guitarist is bald with long hair and he plays like a little tiny guitar. He's just got and then Nick Cave himself is balding, but he grows his hair out. Wonderful. I fucking love Nick Cave, but uh, yeah, that's just their look. And this guy Skullets. fits right in. Yeah. Yeah. So and fifth guy, he's you know what he's invisible. That's why he's so well. There, I don't think he was part of the ninja squad. Oh, we'll get into it later. Fuck it. So yeah, so you're right. They he handcuffs. It's it's really you really they really thought about this way to kill the guy. They're like yeah. we're gonna handcuff a kinjitashi case with a bomb in it to your arm and then blow up your boat. They blew up both of the uh, uh, the AWA guys. Yes, and I want to point out they blew up a real boat. This ain't some bullshit CGI shit. Yeah. 
And on the Detroit River, probably, because Detroit no, in no. 88 was probably yeah. like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, they probably would have. That's yeah. probably the only things that would cause like environmental harm they were allowed to do in Detroit. Uh, yeah, they were like, can you uh, clean that up? And they are like, no, we're just going to let it float over to Flint. So now we're cutting back to our man, Action Jackson. He's getting home. He got off work. Of course, he's a classic uh, action hero, so he's got the classic car. She's driving the, the 66 Impala. I am so glad they called this out because I hate cars, but they told me it's a 66 Impala. Well, he breaks it down. He tells, like, because he's got, like, he's the only place in Detroit that has a valet system, like, in their apartments. This is a real place in Detroit, too. Were they, were they doing this in 88? I don't know. Well, I don't know about the valet service, but the, the place, what was it? I forget what it was called. The Davison? Sure. I forget which place it was, but it is in Detroit. And so he hands it off to his uh, valet. He's like, look, this is a 66 Impala. It's got this. It's got that. It's got this. Don't uh, burn rubber when you take off. That's all I ask. He says, don't. And then he hears the guy start to burn rubber. And he's like, don't take it slowly because it's a fucking. And he goes over. Slow ride. Take it easy. Yeah. Is what he says. And then he gets up into his apartment, turns on the TV, and we get a. Talking about great cars, we get a commercial for the Delaplane Haley because you got to remember, guys, this is '88. We were in like '86, I think. Haley's Comet came by, so we were in full Haley Comet fever. Good thinking. There was there was mention of it in the highly underrated Life Force episode as well. That was all about the Haley's Comet too. Dude. And so yeah, so we get the scene of it's like a Ferrari type car, and it goes hot, hotter. Hottest. It's like driving in a desert, and then it goes over a hill, and suddenly it's flying in outer space, probably to join amongst the constellations like Logus Major. Yeah, I think that's what was. Yeah, Log- I remember. Yeah, from Hercules, Logus Major. Yeah, Logus Major. <laughs> and um, so that just sets up a, a, an awful joke later on. So that's why we're talking about it. But so he it's very he he get he's he, since he's like a cop, he's got he opens his fridge, he's got the gun cleaning set, he's got the cold pizza. Always cold pizza. Pulls out he pulled out nail clippers to cut the pizza. It was kinda like a different kind of Well, like, he's watching his calories. Yeah, it's, it's kinda like kinda like Cobra, but his own way. Yeah. You know, like white people cut pizza this way, black people cut it that way. So we're pretty much all set with today. So I am try. I, I was trying to keep track of how many days this movie takes place. That's something that's very interesting to me about these action movies. How many days does it take? I don't place think over? they even cared. Yeah, no, they don't. I'm gonna go for four on this movie. Sure. So there's this know. day, and now if, we're gonna. If go- only it was like Andy Sedaris who actually tells us every day. He goes Thursday. Friday, they had the big, yeah, the big, yeah, that's right. That, maybe do. Andy Sears thought like we did, and he's like, I want to make people make sure people know what day this should happen. And Murray, so. what else is interesting about Andy Sedaris? Why it's his birthday today? Oh, people. it's his Every, birthday. Apparently, everyone who's awesome was born in February. Yeah, I don't know about that. I know a couple of dudes here born on the same day. Yeah, we won't get into that. Yeah. So yeah, I think was was there did. The scene where he's in his apartment wasn't. Didn't he like have an answer machine where he, see, he gets a call from his buddy Tony? I didn't think he uh, got the call there. I'm pretty sure he got that when he went into work the next day. Okay, so he gets in there. Somebody starts giving him shit. It was his buddy Biff and Biff and the other guy. What's the other guy? We got to give him a name. Uh, uh, 
Biff and Buff? I don't know. Buff. <laughs> you know what? That makes perfect sense. So Biff calls out to him, hey, Jackson, someone's calling you. I think it's a date. And he's like, I date you if you put lipstick on. It's like, what? They're that, always that, busting yeah. each other's balls, That's but it's like, it's, is that a bust? It's fun as shit being a cop in Detroit in the 80s, man, because he didn't do any work. Yeah. The crime was through the fucking roof back then. <laughs> I actually think Pigeon's dad was in the background somewhere right there. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, he's like, takes, oh. yeah. takes the message, and it's by Tony. He's like, Jackson, I got to see you. Come to my apartment now. So he's like, all right. So he shows up. He's got magazines what, scattered yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. Because he's well, so desperate. He's, he was trying to undo his blinds, but you know how it goes with blinds. Like, you try to pull the string, and <laughs> right. they don't go down, and you end up getting angry, so you just ruffle them like a fucking and then cat. here's another classic 80s guy. Robert Davey. He's been, I can't, of course, now I'm drawing a blank is what he's been in. I know he was in, was in some Seagal movies. He was, wasn't he the villain in Hard to Kill? I don't know. I think he was. He might have been. And so he's like... Are they, they, were, they were partners, right? At some time, was that it? Dude, or they, or they face, just friends? I have face blindness. And so, um, the guy's like scared for his life, yet leaves his door open. Like his door's never locked. So action just runs in. Well, he just walks in. I shouldn't say run. And scares the shit out of him because he's organizing his magazines. They're scattered everywhere on the ground. Yeah. And he's like, Tony, what the fuck's going on? And Tony's like, they know. I. I I, I got to get the fuck out of here. I know too much. Yeah, he's like, no too much. Who? Who? Who's doing all that? And he's like, I'll give you three guesses. But before we get to hear those guesses, we got to check in on Coach himself. And he's at a nice little shutdown club, and he's checking out the talent. <laughs> yes, he is. He's, and I also want to point out, Griff didn't notice because he wasn't watching on LaserDisc. There's a lot of like diffused light lighting going on. There's a lot of like they had a smoke machine going because all the lighting is hazy in this it, this movie. You know, I noticed it big time when they were in the club scenes. Whenever yeah. they were in a bar, the pool room, and this scene, I noticed it big time. So I didn't really notice it. On the dry ice and the petroleum jelly budgets on this movie were through the roof. Well, that eight million went somewhere. Yeah, and so it's very hazy, and we were introduced to Sydney, played by. Former Prince Protege Vanity. Yeah. The classic song Sex Shooter. Oh, that was her. Okay. I only know her as Vanity in this movie. No, her, her character's name was Sydney. Sydney. Her okay. Real name. I'll try well, to remember. Her real fake name. I'll try to Vanity. remember that. So she's the mistress of Adela Plain. I want to say Della Hunt for some reason. I don't even know what that I, means. I, I don't know. Either. Della Plain. And he's just like watching her because he, he probably owns this club. And he probably bought it for her just so she could sing. I'm guessing, yeah. And he's just chill. And she's like trying to seduce some while they're singing. And then she finishes. And she's like, wow, I expected a standing ovation for that. And what does Delaplane say, Griff? Delaplane just kind of, he's kind of leaning forward at this point, ashing a cigarette, leans back, combs through his hair. Oh, you're getting one. He's referring to his dick. And he told it in that same monotone way, too. Uh, yeah. Because she looked confused. So he was like, I'm referring to my penis. And he points a few times. If you're not wanting, this is where my penis is. It's a long scene. It, we got the picture. <laughs> yeah. 
And so she's going backstage, and this is where we're introduced to our man Ed, who looks like a black version of Marvel Comics Kingpin. He's a huge black guy, and he's like the bodyguard of uh, of Sydney. And I'm guessing he's employed by Della Delaplane, but you, I noticed there was some tension between them. They, nothing is yeah, said. I don't even remember this. Nothing song. is I'm said. Well, because it. you're a racist, you don't remember black people. Wow. So I'm just calling spade a spade. And so, you notice there's a little tension, but nothing happens, but he doesn't like, he knows Delaplane's a piece of shit. It's all in the eyes. He's acting with his eyes in this scene. That really sets up the movie for later, doesn't it? A little, a little back to the foreshadow. Back to, back to the foreshadow. And so they go backstage, and like, uh, Ed, I can take it from here. Mm-hmm. And then goes in, and this is where we learn why he, why the scumbag coach motherfucker would have a hot babe like uh, Sydney on his arm. Yeah. Because he's supplying her with some H. And I don't mean something that sounds, <laughs> that starts with H. Where's, I want you to put the, uh, <laughs> more H. <laughs> oh my God. Scene. We'll see if that makes it in. A little bit of the horse, as they say. Heroin, people. I'm talking about heroin. And he's not, he doesn't just give her like some dirty ass needle out the streets. He's got a special little, he calls it his love gun. Yeah. It's like a oh, super, like, so silver plated. Well, he's a creep. Yeah. He's got silver plated, like, specially made syringe. Mm-hmm. It's like a steampunk syringe needle. Like, it's, he in put, like it's in like a velvet lined case. Yeah. He puts on his little gear head. Piece and goggles <laughs> and he injects her and then he goes to fucking town, and he injects apparently. her like the thigh like I, yeah. like I, I guess she's new to it because she is he's... so excited to bang him and yeah she's he's... so excited to get the fucking heroin let's be real okay yeah yeah well first they're in bed he doesn't inject yeah, her yet yeah he's yeah. getting it ready yeah and he uh he this is another great line or she she says this line right Kyle. where she's like. He's, I think he was. She was like, "I don't know. Like, do you love me? I don't know why you love me. I can think of two good reasons." Oh yeah, and yeah, then she no. drops th- the top. He throws her on the bed. I thought they were just gonna fuck, but yeah, you alluded to it already. They're doing the heroin. Well, she's gonna do the heroin. Uh but yeah. Watches. Why do you love me? Two good reasons. Reveals those tits. We haven't had any tits yet, and this is a rated R movie. I I don't know. After all this week, when you're like, this is a PG movie. Is this a PG movie? No, this is R. This is R. By this time, if there's nudity, it's R. Okay. And then he just stunk, puts the needle right into her thigh, and she's on her way to chasing the dragon. And we're on our way to a fade out to check back in on Tony. And Action Jackson, because Tony is starting to reveal some more clues. Yeah. This is when he starts to give them, like, the three guesses. And, of course, Jackson's first guess is... Delaplane? Oh, man! He mimes with his nose. Bingo! He's like... I thought you, you I thought you'd leave give me one, like, fake one. Yeah. Man, you ruined my... I had, two, I had some jokes set up. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, he's like, bingo, as Samurai Cop would say, bingo. bingo. And he goes, all right. He's like, fuck yeah, this is my ticket back to being a lieutenant. I knew it was that motherfucker. See you, Tony. Take care of yourself. While he's walking out, there's a guy who looks exactly like Carl Weathers coming coming to him. Exactly. Like I it- actually, you know what I, I called him? 
Black Shades. Black Shades. Because he looks, he's the black version of Shades from Hard Ticket to White. Got the mirrored shades on at all times. Yeah. He's that. Okay. He looks nothing like Shades. And I said Black Shades. Yeah. No, I'm saying. Oh, I didn't mean to say Shades. Carl I meant to Weathers. say uh, Carl Weathers. And everyone can identify that, but it does come up later. Yes. But if that man were wearing the same shirt. I definitely want to be able to. No. Well, he's dressed as a Sorry. UPS. Brown delivers. Ace Ventura all over again. He's got the UPS thing and just bursts in the door. It's like, dude, this guy's scared for his life yet he can't shut his fucking door, let alone yeah. lock it. But he was delighted. Yeah, he's like, I wasn't expecting a a, a package. This isn't in the Amazon days. This, this doesn't is, seem strange at all. This is 88, so you don't get Amazon packages. So when a guy says, I have a package for you. You're probably going to be like, what? No, no, leave, leave here. Show me some credentials. But no, he's like, uh, you, do you want a signature for it? And he's like, yep, right here. And as he's signing, he's like, oh, yeah, and by the way, this is cash on delivery. And through the cut, cut board. Clipboard. Clipboard. Fucking gets, pulls a gun out, shoots him. Kills him. And for unfortunately, Action Jackson's at the in the lobby now, so he didn't hear it. Yeah, heading on women down there. So next day, our boy Tony's in the morgue. Is it next day? Sure. I so don't this know. is day three. Okay. Jackson identifies him. He's like, "Yeah, that's my boy Tony." Jackson, you're getting too deep. Back off. Back the fuck. You're on death duty. No, no, you understand. This is my boy, Tony. We go way back. We were on the track team together. I actually think he did say that. He's like, we were on the track team together. He, did. he absolutely <laughs> did. This is a straight shooter. We were on the track team. High school. How old do you think he is in this movie? I'm going 39. Did you look that up? I think he was 39. Yeah. Okay. And so it's like, are you really? Do, how many times? I still talk to my fellow track team. <laughs> Okay. Classmates. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> so, Never mind. Who, you don't? Yeah. Guys, no. you run you don't talk to Crazy Legs Jones or whatever the fuck you were Yeah. Uh, okay. From my from my high school tennis team? No, I don't. So he I makes a beeline for the ritziest uh restaurant in Detroit where our man Delaplane is whining and dining the head of the AWA. Uh Faust? I don't fucking remember. It was Faust. Okay. And Jackson busts in. I know, I know you did it, motherfucker. I know what's up. He brings a photo of the murder scene, which I don't think you should do. Well, especially if you're accusing the person. I've never. I didn't graduate from Harvard, so I, I can't. Yeah, this know. is a good point. So anything we're doing is just speculation. Yeah. We don't. We didn't go to Harvard. And our 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 lady Sharon Stone Patrice is there too. She's concerned. She's like, yeah. Yo, he's a he's a respectable businessman. What are you talking about? What is what's going on, Delaplane? She calls her husband Delaplane. She's she not even does. on the first name. That was so weird. <laughs> like not deli. Like, <laughs> like serve me up some some deli meat there. That 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 would have been a fun sex scene. Serve me that some of that cold cut. And he's like, look, two people knew about what's going on with the AWA, and now they're dead. They are dead. Faust wasn't even like ruffled by this. He well, was like, he's getting so, a great meal. He doesn't. Yeah. He's not gonna blow it. Yeah, he was just like, so what are you gonna do for my birthday party again? <laughs> you're not gonna embarrass me, are you? And he looks down at Sharon Stone's cleavage, and he's like, you're not gonna embarrass me, are you? It's like, come on, take your. <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird movie. 
So then uh, Jackson, he's cock blocked, and he just fucking goes, ugh, and just walks away. But he's like, I'm, I, I got my he, eyes on you. He was just trying to ruffle feathers. Yeah. So, you know, he did his job. So not, not his job, but so he did a job. Cut back, but you can we can see that Delaplane he's sh- shaking a little and he's furious. He's like, "How dare this police officer tell me, Peter Delaplane, yeah. billionaire, what to fucking do?" So he's taking it out on his. Uh, he's a sensei too. He's like much yeah. like Steven Seagal. Yeah, he's a he, Renaissance man, very much like Steven Seagal. Like after after that tension, he's like, "I got to release this on something. I got to beat a little Asian man." Okay. So he calls up his favorite pupil, and we get this scene where we both thought it was like someone training him. Right. But next thing you know, he is just beating the daylights out of this man. Yeah. Our man Al Leong's in the background is watching. Al Leong is just having a great time. He's just giggling like, oh, man, the guys are going to love my Snapchat about this. <laughs> so then he's just brutalizing this dude because he's pissed off about Action Jackson. Like, yeah. Like, this guy didn't do anything. He just wants to learn some kung fu. Why are you, why are you breaking his arm? Because that's what he does. From he, the whitest person in Detroit, breaks the that's Kid Rock, and he's, he breaks ah, his point. arm, and he's like, "Get this trash out of here, Al Leong." And he's like, "Whatever you said, boss." Yeah, and, and so, so the, like, Delaplane goes on. Coach goes on to like. A phone call where he's like talking about some scandalous activity. Well, his, his now he wasn't doing it. His henchman. Oh, was. his henchman was okay. Yeah. Patrice is like getting out of the sauna. She's pouring the water over yeah. the rocks and everything, just relaxing. She's enjoying that luxuri- luxurious, high class Detroit life. Right. <laughs> By the way, if you guys didn't know, since we're the Motor City, <laughs> when we built up like our big houses, we built them wide. <laughs> Staircases yes. <laughs> as wide as a car. Like everything was designed. That won't come into anything. No, later no, it on. won't. I'm not bringing this up for any reason at all. But everything. You got to remember at this time, Sharon Stone was straight B movie actress, so she gets totally naked. You can, you want to see mm-hmm. some naked Sharon Stone? Watch Action Jackson. Get it all. Get some butt. Get some boobs. And she's then she towels off. She's coming out. She hears. That I think is like he was like the butler, yeah, and he played by the dude that was uh, last time. I think the only movie I've seen him in, he was in Swamp Thing. He was a guy that gets turned into a creepy midget creature. So if you've seen <laughs> Swamp Thing, you'll remember that nice. guy. And he's talking about like you said, all this shit going on. Like we got to kill Jackson. He knows too much. You know, it's all this shit. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And she's like, "What?" Because she's just been in the dark. She trusts her her husband like any woman should, you know. Yeah, like any thirty year old woman trusts her seventy year old husband. Well, you know, you want to live in a house with giant hallways. That's the kind of shit you got. Car sized hallways. And so she runs out because Coach is on the way to a meeting in his limo. Yeah, and she runs out. Coach, Coach, I got to <laughs> talk to you. <laughs> Like, uh, I've got to go game plan. No, there's just just one. It's like it's a classic sitcom situation. There's just one thing that'll take five seconds. No, no, no. Don't have time. I'm going to talk for 10 seconds to tell you I don't have time. I'm on a call with Italy. You see this? Do you know how much <laughs> I'm money? in a phone with a car. I matter. <laughs> and he just rolls the window up and takes off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Duck Flutie wouldn't even be able to tell you how much this call costs. So... So while that's going on, our man Action Jackson shows up. Just happens to pull up. As she turns her back to walk back up to the house, Action Jackson arrives, walks up to the door, and she's running back out like, I got to get out of here. I got to go to town. He's there waiting on the stoop. 
You going to town? Yeah. Need a ride? Do I? Think I? I do. So they take they go to a bar and they, middle of the day. Gotta go to a bar. She spills her guts. Because no, she's a good person. I gotta throw in here. My favorite character makes a nice little rev- nice little appearance again. Albert from the beginning pops into the bar. The scared kid from the beginning. Yep. He's about to rob them of something. Uh, he sees Action Jackson. And you see him freak out. And, and Jackson, run out at this point, is totally forgot about this kid. So he doesn't even register that that's the same kid. Well, the the powers of the Nang Chen and the ma- mighty ninja powers that he contains, it's not Nang Chen. It's just ninja powers. It's, it's Fro Chen. It's Fro Chen. What? I don't know. I don't know. I was making it black. Sorry. Wow. Um, and, yeah, I apologize. Yeah, you should. It was more, it was just more nine, no, nine powers of the Nang Chen. Yes, N- nine ninja. powers of the ninja. So he, he, the guy is so far off the radar, he doesn't register. So, yeah, he comes in and runs out. I just love the, the random appearance of that yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a it's regular a ni- character. It's a nice touch for these movies. So, yeah, so she spills her guts. She's like, but I, this, this isn't the man I know. This is the man I married. He's great. I mean, his wife mysteriously disappeared, and wait a minute. Wait a tick. I think my husband might be a criminal. Oh, he is a criminal. And I got all the goods up. I need you to go down to the police station with me and tell them this shit. Yeah. Let's do it. So they walk out. Get outside on the sidewalk. And she's just like so into him at this point. Who could be? I'm he, into him at this point. He didn't even have to tell her that she was beautiful and she's already fallen for him. But just as they get outside, she's like, look, you know, what is this name? Action Jackson. Before she can even finish, saying she's like toy staring at his crotch. By the way, in this scene, yeah, the camera—they're not even trying the, to hide. The camera it. goes POV on her face, <laughs> so we're just looking at Carl Weathers' dick. But the outline of his dick, yeah, the outline of his dick, yeah, yeah it's a full-on dick, yeah. Um, but he's yeah. giving a standing ovation. Be- you know what I'm <laughs> Before she even finished saying Jackson, we hear a car just fucking raising hell running right at them next thing you know he's like get down pushes her back into the bar and now he's jumped did he jump onto the cab yeah well no what happens is he leaps out of the way they do hit his car yeah. the car he was using because i don't think it was the impala it wasn't the impala. and uh we it's our boy black shades again from just earlier where he killed the guy that killed tony and i want to point out you probably didn't notice this but i did the stuntman is so fucking bad for Black Shades. He's got this huge afro wig on. <laughs> and and, and so, yeah, so back to the foreshadows, guys. We learned earlier that Action Jackson was the star of his track team. Yeah. So it's, it's not out of the poss- world of possibilities that he could catch a man in a car. And he does. He outruns a car. Outruns it. Grabs onto the top of the car. He's hanging on the car. All yep. done. No CGI. This is some real stunt work. Here. Real stunt work. And fucking uh, Black Shades. He's like shooting through the roof. And they're just missing. He's dodging them. And then. All kinds of action. All kinds of action, Jackson. And finally, like, halts the brakes. He just fucking slams on him. And I, is think. A- I think, yeah, and Action Jackson falls off. He falls over, and the guy gets a gun out. Yeah. Uh, a Black Shades gets a gun out, and he's, like, going to shoot him. And he's just like, no, man, you can't shoot me. I mean, you can shoot me, but you can't shoot me. Get out here. Instead of getting out there, he decides to try to ram him with the car. Well, right. uh, 
You mentioned Action Jackson's whole f- track and field, uh, you know. Does this have anything to do with the fact that he broke the high jump record in high school in 1973? Uh, I think it has a little bit to do with that. Mm. Because a motherfucker jumps over a cab doing about 14 Not just No, he does a show kazugi flip he over Yes, it. he does. He even hits the top like twice. Like, dung, dung, you're going to die, bitch. So, and of course, the guy runs into a building. And the car explodes. He should have been carrying all that napalm. Yeah. And for, meanwhile, I want to point out, Black Shades doesn't die, yet he's not arrested at all. They just yeah, go, well, he, he doesn't die. <laughs> no. So he so goes then, back to the office. Yeah, uh, Action Jackson goes back to the office because, you know, now he's got to switch into his other good work. Shirt. Yeah, he. I think he so he told Patrice to go to the, the police station while yes. all this car. OK, so she had to leave. So she just leaves a message, right? Yeah. And it tells him to go to the club. Yeah, it tells him to go to some club and talk to somebody named Sydney. And he goes, hmm, okay, I'll do that. Sydney, I'll keep track of that. So apparently what's happening here is she's trying to set him up with Sydney. Well, she, she's good There's that only way. Well, one... she, she, she's totally attractive, but she respects the her vows she made. She takes she them seriously. Vows, yeah, that's a good point. But so she's like, I'll hand, I'll hand it off to Sydney. Because Sydney's great. She's my best friend. She's great. Meanwhile, Sydney's except, fucking her except husband. Except for the heroin and the fucking my husband part. But <laughs> yeah, she doesn't know great. about that because she's she she wants to believe everybody's good. That's how it's good, good her character She does is. tell Jackson, you don't get Delaplane. Delaplane. Coach is great. Why did, why does she keep calling him Delaplane? <laughs> I don't know. And so we cut to another uh, singing scene because Vanity was a singer, so we got to get our money's worth from Vanity. Yeah. So our buddy Action Jackson, he's just chilling. The club is open. It's nighttime. He's just chilling out. She's totally, she's like, who, 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 who the fuck is that? And she starts doing her sexy singing dance, wanting to get that standing ovation. You know what we're talking about. Mm. But Jackson's just totally chill. He's been, he's, he, this isn't his first rodeo. And... She's like, uh, hey, how about you go? Uh... Well, she goes backstage, right? She doesn't talk to She him. flirts big time with him. Well, and she... so he like gives her the wink, and then she goes backstage. And just as he's going to get backstage, we get a nice little cutaway to some other action that's happening right now. Because we've got dual scenes happening. we got dual timelines. I don't know what the fuck to call this. It's invented in the 30s, I think. Okay, yeah, so... Our... Patrice, sweet, naive, lovable Patrice. Tell me about the sweet Patrice in detail because I'm going to go pee real quick. Okay, so she runs up. She's like, Delaplane, Delaplane. It sounds almost like the plane. And she's like, I, I talked to that Jackson guy. He told me all this crazy shit about your, you murdered people and you're doing this and that. Meanwhile... Our buddy Delaplane, he's such a scumbag. He didn't even know about these interactions, but he's ready. He's he's already to turn his wife in for a newer model. So he had. Did you notice the script? He had her his his butler clean and prepare his gun for him in a nice the same case that he he keeps his his uh, super syringe in. And he's like, sir, your gun is ready. Thank you, Jeeves. So he puts the gun in the back back pants of his waistline. And he's talking he's like, baby, you know I love you. So she hugs him. And there's this great scene where we see her hand going down his back, stopping like an inch above where the gun is. And we're like, oh, my God, the tension. It's fucking crazy. And then 
She pu- she pulls away from him. I knew Delaplane. I knew I could trust you. You're the greatest. And then they go back in for the second hug. This part threw me the fuck off. It's amazing. I feel great after that pee. So he comes or she comes in, hugs him again, and we follow her hand down his back, and we get to the small of his back, and that gun's missing. Oh shit! And I didn't know what that meant because we've never had a scene like this ever before. And so I was just like, oh, shit, what's going to happen here? Well, he tells her, you know, I love you forever. I don't know how he shot her. He just, I guess he just had the gun right up pressed against her chest. Yeah, really. Cause and they were then, and that's, I thought he was going to fuck the dead body. It was weird because he like lays her on the bed and kisses her. And then he lights up a cigarette, sits it, up on the edge. Well, she's like covered in blood. You notice he had no blood on him. It was no weird. blood. No, it's crazy out. And it must have been like a works. like a polyester shirt or something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then uh, Jeeves comes in, sir. Yo, cigarette after you fucked your wife. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, thanks. Get rid of this body. Throw it in the dump. So then we cut back. Vanity, Sydney. She's back. She can't wait to shoot up. She's Jones and she's licking her chops. Oh yeah, she's got that beautiful. It's like a mini Kinshete case. Yeah, Kinshete case. But yeah, she's opening it. She's looking at that steampunk syringe, just fucking running her fingers well, while that, over. While it. that's going on, we see our buddy Ed, the bodyguard, again. He has a little tête-à-tête with uh, our man Action. action. He's like, "Sir, this no the like, customers aren't allowed back here." And then Jackson's like, oh, you're, you're a big guy, man. You've been working out. Feeling, yeah. Starts feeling his packs. It was really weird. And he's like, I'm just doing this bodyguard gig to pay for medical school. So we learned that Ed is a good fucking guy, too. Yeah, he's not in with Delaplane. No, he's just, he might work for Delaplane, but he knows Delaplane's a piece of shit. Yeah. And he's just like, no, you, you, you can't come in here. Seriously. He's like, all right, I'll, I guess I have to leave. Turns Does a classic movie, turns around, then... Whips around again. Football tackles yeah. our bad buddy Ed right through the fucking door. Did he sucker punch him once? And I the guess. Guy, he was totally chill about it. Yeah. He's That's like, how great Ed is. He can punch me in the face. I don't care. He really was. He was just like, hey, man. So there's a mutual respect between these guys, okay? Even though Action Jackson was a total dick to him. <laughs> yeah, but he knows deep down, like likes like. They know that they're both good people. I think he comes around because, spoiler alert, he helps uh, Sydney turn her life around. Could be. I think he was really happy for that. Okay. So, but uh, suffice it to say, it busts in right where she's just about to inject the needle into her thigh. She doesn't. She hasn't figured really out how to inject. Like, like usually, you go right in the vein. Even though later on, she knows to go in the vein. <laughs> Actually, no. A guy was showing her like, no, you've been doing this like a fucking idiot. And she's like, wow, this thing feels so much better. The richest man in America has been telling me to do it here. You're telling yeah. me to do it there. We got it. It's like Jeff Bezos. You got to do what the richest man in the world wants you to do. He knows. He, exactly. They're the richest man. Of course, they know everything. Man, if I could get a Bezos dick pic right about now. Well, you, you might just might. I don't know what that is. I, I don't know So, uh, he's like, look, clean your shit up. I'm worried about you. I've only met you. You're a hot piece of ass. Clean your shit up. I don't know. I'm just fucking, I don't know where no, I'm at right No, now. you're you're dead on. He's okay. just like, I need you. I need information. But you need to clean yourself. He's fucking serious. This is like straight up Rudy Ray with the angel does. He's just like. You need to fucking figure it out. What 
is wrong with you, Sydney? So she's like, you want to go back and fuck? He's like, no, I don't, because I'm an 80s action hero. We don't fuck, but I do want to go back to your place because I'm worried about you. Yes. So they drive to get in the classic car. They drive to her place. She's like, man, I'm hungry. I need some cherry pie with some weird scene. And she goes to her, uh, goes to her fridge. The- she tries to like turn on a lamp. He's like, no, you can't do that. Like he is figuring everything in her place is booby trap. And so yeah, because like, that's a natural thing. You know, people usually set bombs in people's houses. Yeah. And so she's just like, well, I'm going to go get something to eat. And he's like, well, only w- walk on odd tiles. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know what that fuck means either. So. It means, I think it's like an Indian Jones thing where you know, like, oh, okay. Tiles on the, like, like the even yeah. ones would have a bomb. Yeah, on. you got to spell out, what was it, Jehovah? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Something like that. You got to spell. I haven't you know. seen that in a while, but I think you're right. That's the good. That's good so. Title. What is it? Isn't it like the answer machine blows up? It's something crazy like that. Yeah, like he goes to answer the phone and then gigantic the console. It's yeah. like an eighties answer machine. Hey, you got a voicemail? I'm just gonna answer. And she's like, No, don't slaps the phone out of his hand. His full fucking place explodes. And he's like, I told you not to turn on the light. So, <laughs> so they say they get in the car. They go, I got a place. The, it's guaranteed booby trap proof. Guaranteed. So they show up at the Hoover Motel. Hoover. Great place if you want to do drugs or fuck a prostitute. It's a sleazy dump. Okay. This is probably the most realistic Detroit fucking place it really in here. Is. Um and because it actually has an icon of Detroit. Yeah, man, Kid Sable. Everybody remembers Kid Sable. He was second only to Joe Lewis in Detroit boxing history. If you um Want to be initiated into Kid Sable's uh, cadence? Think Boomhauer, except Northern Boomhauer. <laughs> hey there, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> oh, doing my throat fucking hurts. And the, he, they do some uh, some introductions, and he's like, "I'm gonna give you the wedding suite. <laughs> we, you get breakfast in the morning. We need a we need a floor with no drugs. <laughs> well, no, I don't know about that, but there's no roaches in the face with yet. <laughs> so, so <laughs> he's like, "Fine, whatever. Give me the key." So they go they go up to the room. They have, like, a little heart-to-heart. There's an intervention. It's an intervention. Yeah. He's like, look, me and and Kid Sable are worried about you. Yeah. (laughs) You need to clean your life up, bitch. She's like, fuck you. I've got it together. Yeah. I don't know how to shoot up properly, but I know what I'm doing. So he, like, lets it go. He's like, all right, let's just sleep on it. And I mean sleep on it. Yeah. He's still ready to fuck. She's like... And he's just like, I'm an 80s action hero. We don't fuck. We have yeah. no dicks. So next morning, this I'm going to call day four. We're on a day four now. Wake up. He's in the shower. She wakes no, he's not, up. He and, wasn't taking a shower. He was just rubbing petroleum jelly on oh, his body. Oh, yeah, you know, you're right. He was like, the showers are too gross here. He I'm just going to peck layer pectoral. Because you notice he's like, he has his pants on, but he's still toweling off. Yeah. Very weird scene. But you, he, he and, had... It definitely took him a while to get in those jeans. Yeah, Carl Weathers. Yeah, it probably that's probably it. It probably takes an hour. So they're like, fuck it. We don't have time. We got to get this scene right now. They didn't show up. Sure room service was in the bathroom helping him squeeze into those jeans with the perfect dick shading on them. And he's just glistening. Glistening, glistening with petroleum jelly. He's like, oh, oh my God, you're as bright as Logos Major on a fucking August evening. 
and then we get the scene. I'll let you because this is your favorite scene. Like the come the set. Oh my god, setup scene. Yeah, I, I I fucking love this because again we're going back to our old bit. <laughs> oh shit, that was a bad idea. Because this is a sweat. This is a wedding suite where so you get free breakfast in yeah. the Hoover Motel. And so, of course, I, I did a knock, but I shouldn't have because my dog usually freaks out when I <laughs> knock on things. Um, and so, knock on the door. Who is at the door? But our fucking nervous friend of before, our nervous friend before, Albert, with a box of like Wheaties. No, I think he had he had like bacon and eggs. He had a real breakfast. It looked like a box. He might have had cereal with him, but it was not on a tray. He had a tray. He only took a box though. Okay, anyways, well, brings him up breakfast, and of course he sees Action Jackson and just, like, freaks out again. And Action Jackson, totally oblivious. He's like Griff. He can't remember faces. Yeah. So he's just like, what was that about, you know? Yeah. And is, is this where she uh, calls uh, she, Action a queer or a cop? Yeah, because she's like, man. Why do you want to fuck me? She's like, you didn't touch me at all last night. He's like, of course I didn't. And he's, like, really pushing those pecs out at her. Of course I didn't. You're a junkie piece of shit. Of course I would. And she's like, I need a fix. And he's like, I got a fix for you. Hands her, like, a box of cereal. I thought he handed her, like, a 12-step program pamphlet. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, look. He's like, stay here. I got shit to do. This is where after he hands her the box of cereal, like, you're either a cop or a queer. And he's like, well, I'm actually a lieutenant. And this is where he looks outside to see what his car is up to, or do they go? They go outside. I don't remember. They, they no, they go outside because uh, he basically gets her to be like, okay. "Oh, I'll take you somewhere." This is a classic fucking cheap seventies, eighties gag. His fucking Impala is totally stripped, hubcaps, yeah. everything's missing on bricks, and he's like, "Oh snap, my Impala! You know how long it took me to fucking." Get that fucking car, all the parts. I put it together by myself. And, <laughs> and she's like, whatever, I need a fix. And so he's like, all right, I'll get you a fix. We're going to Papa Doc. This guy knows everything that's going on in Detroit. So they head to this bar. Right, While, right uh, on the way. Sorry, I got I, yeah, this stupid point to point out here. Fucking, it never comes up again. Not yeah. sure why I'm interrupting this. <laughs> fucking... Action Jackson, the streetwise cop, gets pickpocketed. He bumps into a guy. He steals his wallet, looks at it, sees his name, and he's like, Jericho Jackson, that's a fucking gay name. Flips over, sees the badge, and he's like, fuck a duck. Throws it in the trash. <laughs> yeah. Never comes up yeah, again. Yeah, he never needs his that badge. Was, that was just for a laugh. Yeah, and I also want to point out, IMDB said that it says his date of birth is... 1938, which is like 10 years after Carl Weathers' real birthday is. What? <laughs> yes. So he's 50? Yeah, he would have been 50 in this at the movie. At the, yeah. In the movie. Yeah. Wow. So That's a fucking you, hot Black 50. don't crack, brother. That's a hot 50. So they head to the bar where Papa Doc, the man who knows what's going on, is. Yeah. So he comes in. Hey, where's Papa Doc at? I need to know. Oh, yeah, sure. I also want to point out the bartender was the guy from Commando in the scene where they're in the airplane and Schwarzenegger breaks his neck and goes, he's dead tired. <laughs> that was that guy. Oh, he's like, dude. he's like, he's a black guy with a skull. Cause he's like balding, but he's got yeah. long hair. And he's like, oh, yeah, Papa Doc's in the back room. Follow me. 
That's a good scene. And he's like, they're like in this room. And there's this wardrobe there. And he's like, well, where the fuck is Papa Duck? Oh, uh, he's in the wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, okay. Opens it up. There's just a jar there. Two things floating in there. He grabs the jar. He's like really inspecting it. He's like, hey, guys, this is an interesting jar you got here. Last time I saw a jar like this, I was hanging out with my girlfriend, Foxy. Because we learn, people, this is Papa Doc's balls in a jar. And I just think it's fucking weird as shit that this is our second movie of the month where yeah. someone's genitals are pickled. Have been removed and pickled. In the, the last time we saw it was in our most popular guest, Mike Mullins, <laughs> Foxy Brown episode. But that was the dick. These are the balls. These are the balls. And so they start grilling him. What do you know? And this is like five guys have now surrounded him. They've got him like they've got two guys holding got him. Got him backed against the pool him. table. Yeah. And then. What was. I'm sorry. What was the DVD uh, cut of this called? It was. The chapter like like ballsy in the pool room or getting something. ballsy in, in the pool room. room yeah, and you you were all offended by that. You're like God, this, even the DVD is. Be-. I was like, at least that was kind of on point. I mean, first of all, it was the laser disc, but yes, it was. It oh, said getting ballsy in the in the in the pool room in the pool room. And so, God damn it, another fucking classic '80s henchman classic. pops up. Of course, we're talking about I don't know his name. I, I forget it every time. We but look it up every other week. Is, did you say he is an indigenous person? Well, I said native, and then you well, corrected that's me. that's insulting him. Yeah. He's an indigenous person. He was, he's been in sh- like fucking half the movies we've covered. Yes. He always plays like a henchman, never a villain, always a henchman. Chuck Norris loves to cast him because Chuck Norris thinks he's also an indigenous uh, person. Uh, American. And so he... He's the dude. He's like he's like an indigenous person with a mullet. He was on the show Renegade with our man Lorenzo Lamas <laughs> from the Snake Eater Three episode. Always with the same hairstyle. Always and beautiful. He's got he has some huge dangly earrings dude, on this one. It, like think of the native looking Mister T earrings. Basically, Mister T borrowed them. Feathers. Yeah. And they these guys are all about the balls, and they're threatening our man, our hero's balls. Dude. Yeah, constantly hitting them with like. Why are you asking that kind of question? That kind of question will cost you one testicle to answer. I still don't know why Papa Doc had to get his balls cut off and killed. He must have known too much. No, this is kind of like the the wallet scene where it's just like, we don't really need to know about Papa Doc. We just needed that hilarious ball in jars scene for yeah. this. So they're like, they're fucking stabbing the pool table beneath his crotch with the knife. They're just toying with him. They're loving it. They're like, we can't wait to get hold of your balls. And Finally, finally, fucking Sydney busts in the back room, sees them all, and he's like, what are you doing? That's my brother. He's touched in the head. He thinks he's a preacher. And she's like, like, your brother? Well, he ain't my soul brother. Yeah. He's my brother brother. And everybody's like, wait, what? And the guys (laughs) release him, and he starts preaching. This is like. This is this is good shit. This is some good acting right here. This is Carl Weathers really making us money. And then he's like, I saw from the Lord. I'm going to kick each and every one of your asses. And he just starts doling out the justice. He's dolomiting them. And, yeah, he just fucks everybody up. And then they go, fuck, let's get out of here. I know another. I think she tells him about there's D. She's a hairdresser. She also knows everything that's going on in Detroit. 
So he's like, all right, I'll go to D's. You go back to the hotel. We should point out on this day, the fourth day of Action Jackson, he is just wearing a very, very tight red shirt. It's got three buttons that go down about four inches from the collar, and he's got every one of those buttons open, so you can see that bit of chest there. But it's very red. It's very, you, you, when, when you see, it's Axel Jackson. That's going to come it's, up he look, later. Well, he looks like he, he's dressed like Seinfeld. He's got like some white tennis shoes, yes. blue, jeans, blue jeans, and a red long sleeve shirt. Or he's dressed yeah. like, well, you wouldn't know this reference, but he's dressed like Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. He, all he needs I is, actually do all know he needs what Gilligan is, looks like. All he needs is the yeah, white the hat. The white hat, yeah. And <laughs> not the muscle mass. No. But yeah. Seinfeld as well. Yeah. And so he's like, go to the hotel. I'm going to go see D. So we get a cut of he's got like the fucking old school where they put the hot towel on your face yeah. and give you a shave. And she's just talking up. She's a very colorful character. She's like, let me tell you something. The Ninja Squad, that was created by this other guy, probably yeah. Franco Nero's teacher from Enter the Ninja. It was, yeah. And sure. then Delaplane is such a fucking badass. He killed that motherfucker. Now, they follow him and they will die for his ass. I feel like... Action Jackson in the scene with that info dump. Like, you're hitting me with facts I'd even put together. You're doing a fucking awesome job. But this is, he gets all the information he needs. So he's going to head back over to the hotel. Make sure, you know, Sydney's not getting into trouble or anything. Hey, hey, Dad, what are you doing, man? And he's like, he's like, where's Sydney? I, she's on the drug floor, man. I don't fucking know. And so... He runs up to the drug floor, third floor. It's always the third floor for some reason. Always the third floor. <laughs> and f- you fucking, can you believe it? Another classic <laughs> 80s henchman. The dude, the, in, the indigenous person from Predator, who was a fucking buddy of his in Predator, is now a drug dealer. And he's getting ready to properly show Sydney finally had to properly shoot up with a needle. And as you pointed out on Twitter, I think you posted this picture already. Yeah. But he is wearing a classic Detroit Lions. <laughs> uh, the filthiest satin jacket. <laughs> Detroit Lions. I don't know what's more offensive. That's filthy or it's a Detroit Lions jacket. A little of both, yeah. <laughs> he's sweating profusely. He, I don't know. I think she came to the wrong guy because he's definitely on PCP because we learned from fucking yeah. Disco Godfather. This is how you act around PCP. He immediately attacks Action Jackson with a knife. Yeah. They're struggling. Jackson, well, no, he, he attacks him first with a needle and stabs the wall with the needle. And he tries to hit him with a needle. He teaches fucking uh, Sydney, like, no, you tie your arm off. So we see her there on a bed with her arm tied off. He's about to shoot it in. Jackson comes in. Stabs him, stabs but he misses him. Yeah. Hits the wall, and he and we get a nice cut of Cindy. He goes, "Oh, actually, Jackson don't like that." Yeah, she's playing. She's doing play by play while this is going on. Very John Madden esque. Like, boom, he's right in that butthole. So, okay, John Madden <laughs> always win. K. So, so. All right, so uh, our man. I don't know what he's drug dirty. Detroit Lions jacket guy <laughs> pulls out his. He's like, Call pulls Stafford. Out, whips out his. This guy, yeah, he, he misses about as many times as Stafford does <laughs> because he whips out his giant crocodile Dundee knife. Jackson grabs the needle, stabs him in the arm oh, with the needle. Jackson doesn't like that kind of knife. And. This is where this has to be PCP or P2P because he he's like, yeah! He, like, he gets energized Dude, by he's it. He's getting so into it. And then. 
Do you if, remember the one-liners from this one? They were bad. Dude, they're so bad. I don't remember, but he eventually... Like, you're he, bothering me. It was, like, it was like that. It pretty much was. <laughs> no, he says, oh, you fuck no. And he said, I thought I told you to watch the profanity. Throws him out a window. <laughs> and this is also when our favorite Biff and uh, Buff... Buff show up, and they're in the alley looking at Jackson's car all fucked up. And Well, this- we know what we forgot. This is a very... I'm sorry. This is a very important thing. Oh, okay. We, Delahunt... Delahunt... Delaplane framed Action Jackson for Patrice's murder. Yes. So they... So when we I... We missed the scene yes. where the police show up, right. see the crime scene, and they're like, how could Jackson do this? They're like, this, does, this doesn't fit his M.O., but there's sweat and petroleum jelly everywhere. Right. And you're like, when you see petroleum jelly, you think Action Jacks. You got to. You got to. If you're in Detroit, at least. At least. And I, they, I think that the whole reason they had the, did you get to prepare the gun? Because they stole at least the same type of gun Action Jackson's known for using. I don't remember which. I don't know guns. They, yeah, they called it like a 9mm, and they're like, no, we always use the snub nose revolver. So the so Biff and Buff are looking for Jackson, and so they see his car, even though it's been stripped, they still recognize it. Hey, doesn't Jackson drive that Impala? Yeah. What happened to it? So they stop. While that's going on, do they run up to the room? Because I know Action Jackson and Sydney jump out the window. For well, some they reason. throw the guy. You cut cut off there. They, they throw well, the guy out a window. And he goes into the other window. The adjacent building window. This movie, I just want to say, this movie has great stunts, man. So, and they're all real. So many good stunts. You're right. He throws him across an alley into another window. And the yes. dude's just like dangling out there. And they're like, oh, shit, we got to get up there. Biff so, and Buff are like, stay there. We're coming for you. And, of course, Jackson's like, we got to jump. So... So a guy who kind of looks like Carl Weathers and a man who kind of looks like Vanity jump out the window because his stunt double was a man, and they land on the car, and then they immediately grab Biff and Buff's cop car, yeah. take off. Biff and Buff try to commandeer somebody else's car, like somebody passed her by, and like, we need to commandeer your car. It's put for a police work. The fuck you will? And this girl just takes the fuck off. It is pretty hilarious. So now we're going to join Action Jackson in the car, you know, the stolen police car with Sydney, And he's trying to get more out of her. He's, like, really this, this, trying to use her as bait. It, yeah, it made no sense because she knows nothing. Why does he need her? Contacts. Because he's got – she somehow has contacts, and okay. she, he knows it. She's never revealed it because they've talked for five minutes. Probably. I bet you Della playing, like – Talks in his sleep, and she's heard shit. Like she knows, that's, like a lot of that's the, plans. the only way. But she's high on heroin. But she's somehow she's cognizant enough. Cognizant, yeah, yeah. So uh, he is like really trying to press her, and she's like, "I need a fix." And he's like, "Oh, you need a fix." And so he floors it, and they're like in an alley, and there's a brick wall in front of them, and she is freaking out. And so then, right at the last second, she's like, "Okay, okay, I'll help." And he swerve, you know, he does like the brake swerve, and it just lands like an inch away from the wall. And she like reaches out and touches it, and she's just like, "I get why they call you Action Jackson. I'll help you." And help him, she does. He does. She does. So she she knows that there's a guy named Oliver or something, and he he's a fuck up, but he's a fuck up for Delaplane. So. 
Delaplane's plan is to kill, is his name Foss? Faust. Faust. And he's going to replace him with this guy who's a stooge. So she's like, I know he hangs out at this bar. So they go to the bar, and she like kind of hits uh, hits on him. And she's like, yeah. hey, you know, let's go out. You know, I'll fuck you in this alley. I'll blow you. And he's like, hey, I'm for that. No, she straight up hits him with like, Delaplane wants to talk to you, and I'm going to take you to him. She's like, there's a abandoned sparks factory on the outskirts of yeah, town. Yeah. And she meets him in the bar this morning. This is the morning. This is fourth day morning. This is all happening before 11.59 a.m. The the fucking That's how junkie. much of a fuck up this guy is. He's drinking in the middle of the day. Exactly. It's margarita time. So, so she they, they grab him. Or, you know... Well, she lures him to the, the yeah. Sparks factory on the outskirts she, side of town. She drives him out there, and he's just like, this is fucked up. No one's here. I think this all happens on the fourth day now. Uh, and so he he's like, there's no way nothing's happening here. And she's like, no, keep going, keep going. I get him up there, and eventually, boom, Carl Wilders was he, there. Well, he makes a dramatic entrance. Yeah. Because he's but, like 20 feet up. And he just repels down like a chain. We do need to mention before they leave there, leave the bar, that one of Delaplane's guys notices. I didn't. Uh, I didn't even notice that. So I'm there, glad you brought that up. That's why they know. Okay. So he and he makes the guy spill his guts. He's like, "I'm just a patsy for Delaplane. Hey, they're gonna kill Faust. And- Who's gonna kill Faust?" And then, oh shit, the trap has been the trap. Er, is the trappy. Because the ninja force shows up. Well, he tell the fucking o- o- Owen was that what Oliver? We're Oliver, he's like, "You're gonna kill Faust," and he's like, "I'm gonna kill him," and then the trap. Okay, okay, and so Delaplane and the ninja squad show up. They chain him up, fucking lather him with petroleum jelly. Take his shirt off, that tight red yeah. shirt. As you would do, as normal, well, as a couple of normal straight guys would do. You say, I'm going to strip you. They they need to give it and to, grease you. to Black Shades. Oh, right. It, it, all, this, there's, it all fits. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. It really is. And so, yeah. So I want you to tell this is You enjoy okay. this story. Boom. Tell this. So now we're looking at, as you mentioned, Carl Weathers, petroleum jelly. He's tied up. They're in a car plant at this point. And is it abandoned, but there's still functioning like tools in there? Uh, yeah, it's, it's abandoned, but it's very functional. <laughs> Oil still being flown in here. Like there's plenty of paint hanging around. And so Coach is telling them the whole plan. You got to do this. That's what villains yeah. do. Exactly. Gloat. He he is gloating the whole thing. He's like, "Yes, I'm gonna kill every person in the union because unions profit middle class and lower class, and I'm a billionaire. And you know what? Fuck anything not billionaire." Well, no, he goes one percent. Yeah, he what? Uh, Carl Weather goes what? You you want to be the president or something? No, all I want is power. I want to be the guy who tells the president what to Ooh, do. Yeah, and I'm gonna start with this Oliver guy. Yeah, he's just like he's. He's like he's a guy Trump wishes he was, yeah. and he's like here. I want you. To, I'll let you have the classic line he drops on about the plan. Well, what are you gonna do with me? What 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 do you want with me? What do I want with you? Well, I want you to die. 
And so fucking coach slicks his hair back and walks off. And wait, wait, you're you're, lis- you're missing a great line. Which why one? the plan? The plan with black shades. Huh? Go on. Oh, Griff knows exactly what this is, but he wants me to say it because it's, it's problematic. What happens? Oh is- my, no, I completely <laughs> forgot about this okay. line because he explains the black. No, I'll do it. Okay. Black shades ex- <laughs> or not black shades. He explains the plan, and he's just like, "Look, we're gonna have this fucking great barbecue tonight, and you're not invited because you're gonna be dead." But here's the thing. You've already been uh, convicted, like, pretty much convicted of the murder of my dead wife. Good right. job on that one, by the way. But you're also, when you die in this fire, we're going to use your teeth and plant it. And, uh, yeah, we're going to accuse you of killing Faust. And how are we going to get away with that, you say? Well, here's the thing. The people I'm entertaining tonight, well, they really can't tell you apart. They you can't tell you people apart. apart. So some fucking hard racism being dropped there. Yeah. Well, you, you left out. He's going to have black shades dressed oh, yeah. as. Yeah. <laughs> the most did a part. terrible job. He's going to have mistaken. black shades dressed. That's why he took the shirt off. Thank you for pointing that out for yeah. me. I did a good job with the surrounding <laughs> details, but yeah. I fucking. Oh. So, yeah. So because as he pointed out, all black people look the same to rich white people. Yes. We're going to have black shades who looks. Nothing. Only thing they have in common is they're black. They don't even yeah. have the same like body like build. Nothing. And he's like, he's gonna wear your shirt, and he's gonna murder Faust, and it's gonna be all on you, and we're gonna kill you. We're gonna. I don't know what how, was it was supposed to be like. He was gonna kill himself, and I don't know what how they were gonna frame it on his dead body. Like I did. That's what I didn't get. Like why they needed to even kill. Well, they were gonna kill him, burn him. And there was supposed to be some huge wreckage where only his dental records could be okay. used. So, and Clay's like, all great villains. He's like, I got a barbecue to be at. I'm leaving. I told you my plan. Now I got to go. Like every, yeah. every fucking Batman villain on the TV show would do. So we're left with the Ninja Squad. Guy's twirling his fucking butterfly knife. Blonde hair man ties his hair back, pulls like this weird fire contraption around. Yeah, I don't know what that was. It was, about, it was like a, it was like a torch, like a like a uh, propane torch, but it was like big. Yeah, it was like on some kind of huge machine. Yeah, I, it was probably some kind of welding tool for cars or something. So he's like chained up, and the guy's just about to burn him with the with the fire, and then. We get, hello, my name is Mr. Ed. Oh. And then our man, Ed, from earlier, hops out of where he came from. I don't know. No idea. His fucking nine powers of ninja was tingling, and he's like, Action Jackson needs me. Dives down, starts kicking ass, grabs a torch, burns one of the chains that's holding Action Jackson. Yeah. Frees Action Jackson. They're having a good old time kicking ass. beating the five ninjas. I mean, there's a point where... Uh, our blonde man fucking well, he went to get gasoline because yeah. they were going to pour gasoline on Action Jackson yeah. and set him on fire so he somehow gets some kind of contraption that shoots fire because it wasn't the machine was it no it was Did the it? machine he grabbed oh. the machine and like sprayed it at the oh, guy wow. or, and then that guy's like oh, he could have just threw the gas can away from no, himself he, held, he, he has that moment of panic He's like, I paid fucking $2 a gallon for this shit. I'm not giving it up. Of course, there's a nice one-liner to go with it. And, you know, when you're about to light someone on fire, I I think I used this earlier, but 
There's definitely a line you should use when you light someone on fire. And what is it? Chill out. Says chill out, <laughs> and he lights somebody yeah, on fire. That's uh, that's not good. No. And then he then he gets a hold of the fireball shooting gun. Oh. And he starts stalking Butterfly Man. Yeah. So they're like outside on like this weird rooftop, and Fireball Man or uh, Knife Man comes at Carl, and Mister Ed jumps through a fucking window and just like punches him once, knocks him right back to the edge of the rooftop. And Carl stands up, and he's got that fireball gun, and he there's, he says ribs, huh? And then I remember. <laughs> How do you like your ribs? Is what he says. Okay. To him. And then he fucking shoots him off the fucking rooftop. The guy just blows up and bursts fire. Great, great stunt. Well, that's gonna be a cut too. Nice Bar- barbecue. Yeah. We're at, this is nighttime. This is now. this is a fucking suit and tie barbecue though. Well, yeah, a tuxedo highfalutin barbecue. Yeah, this only Yacht Rock Sean would be at this barbecue. Uh, yes, they're celebrating Faust and his accomplishments or something. Yeah, and just to show how like uh, fucking highfalutin this is, white woman, where were your valets? I had to park my own car. Uh, and he's like, "Well, I'll see about that." But well, little do we know, Action Jackson Cruz got it on lock. We got our buddy dude. Albert. Albert's there. Got our buddy, Kid Sable. Kid They're all disguised as, like, help. Ed's there. It's awesome. So they're, like, spreading out through the crowd. Uh, fucking Coach calls up Faust, and he's like, do your speech now. And then we get a cut of fucking Black Shades. He's in the tree with a sniper rifle. Dressed exactly like Action Jackson. He's 15 feet away from the action, so it's like everybody could see him <laughs> because... There's literally, he's in a tree wrapped in lights. Yes, Christmas lights. You can lights, see yeah. him very clearly. He's got a sniper rifle. Action, yeah, Action Jackson's shirt on. Doesn't quite fit him right. <laughs> yeah, it's a little loose. <laughs> and so he's like, Albert, split up. Go that way. Hurry up. And Action Jackson runs over and like short circuits the light. I, I, I didn't get this either. So, like if you've ever cut a I think line, he just. I think he scared him. That was all. Uh, yeah. But it was like it started a chain reaction yeah. where the lights were like popping, exploding, right. and it freaked him out. It was movie physics. Movie physics for sure. And it scares, startles him enough. He falls and lands on like a gate, like a spiked gate oh, or fence or something. Spiked gate. Another fall to the spike death. Right. And all hell's breaking loose. Fucking. And the action's uh, like, I want that shirt back. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and no, that was actually too funny for Action Jackson. It really was. And he takes off. I'm going to bill you and, for the repairs. And then all hell breaks loose. Uh, you they, had the fucking knife guy who he just was like confused. And Coach was just like, fucking kill Faust. So we just like threw a knife in a Faust. <laughs> I didn't even remember that. Yeah, he, just, he killed Faust. And didn't, I think he killed Oliver, too. Because Oliver was like, I had nothing to do with it, or something like that. I think like he might that. have. And he runs in. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill Vanity. Yeah. So he runs in the house to kill her. Coach runs in the yes. house. Yes. And while that's going on, a bad... He doesn't um, kill her. He captures our, her. Uh, well, he wants to kill her. Yes. Because he's going he's gonna to shoot her up. He's got to keep her hostage because he knows that... Fucking uh, uh, Action Jackson. Action Jackson has a thing for her. And so what's going on? Our man Kid Sable. He's he's taking on Al Leong. He's like, hey, that mother, I'm gonna get gas. And he does a little like some. Dumb... We get a cut down to a very skinny <laughs> man's feet doing like this little shuffle, and then we get a cut back up to Kid Sable's face, and he just punches uh, Al in the face once, 
and it kind of knocks him back. But then somebody shoots Al. Turd. And it happens to be Turd, who well, I'm naming half person of the week. Okay. What, 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 what did we call this thing? Uh, one of the good ones. One of the good ones. Yeah. We gave because there, there, there were a lot of. We see how far we've progressed as a culture by '88. There were a lot of good white people. In yeah, this we movie. had Sharon Stone and uh, Turd, yeah. who I gave half and half to. Okay, and then, of course, co- we had Biff, who was pretty cool. Yeah, and there's a lot. It was we've moved. We've we've grown in '88. Yeah. I'm proud of us. And so, actions like I got fucking Della playing. Yeah, jumps. This so happens to be I don't know uh, the Haley car. The Haley six thousand jumps in it, and guys, we alluded to earlier that these the houses in Michigan are big as fuck. Big, wide, F- fucking hallways, twenty foot wide hallways, staircases, fucking fifteen Who foot wide. Knew they were gonna be aware of like our obesity problem here, <laughs> where it's like all the hallways. That was, fit. That's because we were ahead of the times. Exactly. I mean, look at my doorway right here. Yeah, I drive my truck through this all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's great. So well, you do live in a garage. So I, I, it, my house is a garage converted. So yeah. Yes. And so yeah, so he jumps in the hay because he's had time to walk. We're we're the Motor City. We don't walk. We drive. Mm-mm. And so he drives through the house. This was great. This this is probably the best uh, chasing we've ever had on our show. I that's literally what I text you. This is by far my favorite chasing, and it's him, Carl. The action Jackson. Wears. I also want to point out before he got in the car, turd. See how great he is. He's he's like action. What the you're you're like yeah. wanted for crimes and all this shit. Give me a gun. Oh, what the hell? Throws him his gun. Yeah. That was really the redeeming <laughs> moment for him. Yeah, he's like, I trust you. So they're he's fucking driving through this house. We fi- we drives s- up a staircase. We see that one henchman that's inside, like the last yeah. henchman to go through. Guy from Swamp Thing, yeah. Fucking Jackson just drives right into I don't, him. Was he, did he have a gun? Did Jackson just murder that guy? He just murdered him. <laughs> the guy okay. was like confused. Like, wait, there's a car in here now? And, of course, Jackson runs into him, kills him instantly. and well, we just it could, He could have been along. <laughs> he could have yeah. like, slowly died. It, it had to we be, never see him again. So it had know. to be because that guy was tall and the car was low. So it, it basically severed his legs. He probably died of you know bleeding to death. But Carl, as he's hitting reverse, is like, hits him with this one-liner. You lose. You lose. I'm just, I'm just proud that you remembered somebody because they're such forgettable fucking lines. They really aren't. But I wrote that one down right here in large font because I hated that line so much. Like, not a, hey, pedestrians don't have the right of way. Like, you didn't have a green light. You know, this is Michigan. Or, you know, like, there should have been something in there. No turn on red. I don't know. No turn on. There should have been something in there about, I hope you have no fault insurance. (laughs) You know, there should have been a Michigan joke. Well, just a joke would have been fine with me. It didn't, have to be, it didn't have to be Michigan specific. I would have, you know what? You really should have been <laughs> plugged in to, to fucking. I, I would have been happy to like uh, fix up this uh, script. This golden know? age of action movies would still be happening today if you were involved yeah, in uh, well, Punch Up. I agree. So he drives, drives up, drives the, up staircase. the staircase. He's Why Tokyo drifting through this fucking uh, hallways. 
Straight out of Mario literally Kart. is. He's yeah. literally Tokyo drifted, and he stops right at the bedroom. Gets out. He drives right through the fucking doors because there's it's double doors. It's yep. just, we've established everything's fuck everything's bigger in Texas. Everything's bigger in Michigan. Yeah. Fuck you, Texas. Fuck. You know, I don't mean that. We got some Texas yeah, listeners. Yeah, I, I, we don't mean that. And so he, he just about she don't you know how many? This is like the fifth scene. She's just about to be shot up with drugs. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and he and he's like Jackson. And at this point, she is trying to get over heroin. It's been one and a half days. And she kicked it really easily. Most people are in deep fucking trouble when they're trying to get up heroin. I've seen enough episodes of Starsky and Hutch. Maybe Jack, you know what it is? Jackson gave her orange juice and chocolate (laughs) bars because we've learned in any 70s cop show, that's how you stop heroin addiction. We really got to plow through this last part here, okay? Okay, yeah, I'm ready. Because it's been going long. So he gets in the room. Final showdown with Karate Master Coach. And so, of course, there's a moment where he's got a gun and fucking Action Jackson doesn't. It's a standoff. So they kung fu fight. And they're going to town on each other. Finally, Jackson gets punched. And he's like, okay, now you did it. What? What? Do you remember what he said when he gets back up? I don't remember any. Oh, he's comments. like, it's lights out time. Or he says something really dumb like that. But Carl Weathers just takes over the fight and just, they have a moment where they're like, both punch each other and kind of fall back, and they go for guns. Well, yeah. Well, he, Carl Weathers is still willing to fight like a man. Yeah, but he, he's been he just masculated coach. The coach grabs for his gun, and so hey, turn around is fair play. So Action Jackson grabs for his gun on top of the Haley uh, car. Yeah, both shoot each both other at the shoot. same time. Just happens that you know Action Jackson has the better shot, so we fucking murder the shit out of Coach. Slow motion death. Fucking Carl, you know, is dealing with a lot of bleeding and everything. Well, he he got the classic action movie gunshot one yeah. in the left shoulder. So Sydney comes over, championing him. How did you dodge that? He's like, I didn't. And you know, we see the bullet wound, and she's like. Oh my god, you're such a hero. Lieutenant or the chief comes in. Well, the wait, room. she's like I want to you know, you made me want to be a better person. I I'm ready to get clean now. Wow, you get I mean it happens in a minute, but yeah, I guess. All right, go ahead. Well, the like all the cops show up at this point yeah. and they're all championing Jackson. Okay. And the chief comes in and is like, "Hey, Captain Armbruster?" Yeah, Captain Armbruster. He comes in and Bruster. he's just like, "Hey, guess what? You're lieutenant again." Well, he does. You know, he's a little more subtle about he is, it. He's he like, is. He's like, he's like, we're he, getting through this. He's like, you did a great job. Chill. He said, "Chill out," as as fucking <laughs> Legend Jackson would say. Yeah. He's like, you did a great job, lieutenant. Yep. What? Yep, you've been, you murdered enough people, you're back <laughs> to your old job. You you fucking did it your own way so hard, we can't refuse it. And so that's when Sydney comes over, and she's like, you know, talking about, hey. I want to clean up. Do, do you want an ex-junkie I'm on qu- your side? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to quit cold turkey. Or, yeah, he's like, she's like, do you want do you, do you want a partner? And he's like, I don't take junkies. And she's like, how about ex-junkies? And he, his eyes light up. Up, she's like, I'm. I'm going cold turkey. I'm not even going to go to rehab. I'm. I'm done. Yeah, she's just done. It's been one and a half days. Yeah, she kicked it. Yeah, and so she's like, he's like, can I? Uh, or no, she's like, you can have me on Thanksgiving. 
We and don't then, know what month this takes and place. And then he in. ends with, I'll stuff your turkey, baby. And then they kiss, and then we go right back to She Turned Me Out. Boom. Turn me out. Turn me out. I hate this. Okay. So, what yeah, that's next? it. That's it. Oh, my God, Griff. I didn't think we were going to talk. This movie went really fucking there was, long. Well, yeah, there was a lot of shit to talk about. But, hey, people... Are excited about this movie. These people who follow us on Twitter are, but yeah, let's get to the next movie. Let's cut this short. Um, you guys didn't think we were gonna do Black Exploitation History Month and not fucking do a Steve James movie, did you? Mm, that's right. That's what I want to hear. We're doing. Is it this the last week? This is the last week. Last and week. It's been a everybody. huge success. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank I was, you, everybody. I wanna. I was worried. I shouldn't have been. I think people trust us now that we know we're gonna. They can. You know, we'll give them the goods. But we're doing. We're doing awesome this month. So thanks. And so yeah, we're gonna reward everybody, including ourselves, with a <laughs> Steve James movie because we've never even seen this movie. Steve James. He ain't the sidekick in this one. He's starring in this one. Finally, it's a little movie called Street Hunter. It's available on YouTube. Last time I checked, it was on YouTube. It's a shitty copy with uh, Spanish subtitles, but it's available. <laughs> Steve James wrote this movie and starred in this movie. What? Oh, God, that's a big one. And, I can't wait. And if you need any more incentive, the villain is Golan Globus Theater uh, favorite, <laughs> Reb Brown. What? Okay. Yeah, big time. I'm ready. So we're going to wrap this up because we went way too long. So Way too long. We'll see you next week. If you made it to this point, thank you. Yeah, and keep it warm. Keep keep it. Bye. <laughs>